Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of I Know Why the Nick Caged Bird Sings. The podcast where we recap, review, and rank every Nicolas Cage movie in chronological order so that you don't have to. I'm your host, my name is Steve. Joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Hannah Martin. Hannah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Steve. (laughs) How are you doing this fine holiday season? I'm doing great. I'm decking the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> Sounds about right. It is not Christmas for anybody listening to it's, this in the future. It's May. It's actually Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Or as Steve likes to pronounce it, Memorial Day weekend. I love to look at fresh memes on Memorial Day. <laughs> also, it's just one of those words that I don't really see. I can't hear myself saying it incorrectly. I think we've talked about this before. On the, on podcast. the podcast. I think you're right. <laughs> it's just... It's the word is for memory and you say memory you don't say like memory (laughs) i'm not even gonna try to say it again because i just do it wrong it it sounds it's it's not as extreme as memorial day but it's it's awkward the way that he pronounces it anyway we watched a christmas carol (laughs) (laughs) so depending on what country you're in this movie either came out in 2001 or 2003 so it was released for like uh what's the word i'm looking for film film festivals yes thank you (laughs) it was released for film festivals in 2001 across europe and then it came out in the u.s straight to video in 2003 that's really the only thing i know about it but it's a christmas carol everybody knows the story of a christmas carol it's fine it's scrooge it's bah humbug it's three ghosts yeah they take it pretty loosely in this and Nicolas Cage is not Scrooge. He's not one of the three ghosts. He is the business partner that warns Scrooge about the three ghosts, Marley. And that's all I got to set this up. I think that's it. So now you know why the Nick Cage bird sings. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Hannah wants to get this over with because this was a tough watch. This is I don't think I've said this. All right. Well, I'll, I'll say it at the end what I think this was worse than. I, I, I think I know where you're going to go with it, but we'll save it for the end. But we also, if you listened last week, we watched Captain Corelli's Mandolin, which was another stinker. That was a tough watch, too. So it's been a really depressing two weeks of, of film <laughs> yeah, in yeah. this house. <laughs> yeah, normally we would skip Memorial Day, mm. but coronavirus has, quarantine. Yeah, has a still inside. So here we are watching A Christmas Carol. Can't wait yep. to talk about it. <laughs> yep. So before we do talk about it, Hannah, do you have any background information starting with the ratings and rankings of this movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Not much background information. Nothing really exists. But uh, let's talk about the the rankings and the Please. ratings. So this movie is a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, which is surprisingly high yeah. compared to some other movies. Mm-hmm. Can you look and see what else is in that range? It puts it between Best of Times and Amos and Andrew, which is not great. (laughs) But it puts it over something like Firebirds or Never on Tuesday or Zandali, which I think they're not good movies, but they're exceptionally better than those. Miles above. And then the Rotten Tomatoes score is at 13%, Which which I'd like to take a second and compare that with other versions of a christmas carol and let's first talk about the fact that there's like twelve thousand versions made of this dickens novel in in, like into film both animated 
live action. Non-animated, whatever live action. The Muppets have one, which I've heard is the best one. So yeah, if you... I think the Muppets have like three of them, don't they? They have Christmas movies, but I don't know if they're oh, all okay. the Maybe that's what I'm thinking. story. I have no yeah. idea. I've never Doesn't seen matter. any of them. Maybe I did when I was a kid, but I don't remember now. Yeah, and then your grandfather will tell you to watch the original. When was the original? Oh, like the 50s or something. Gotcha, okay. And then your uncle will tell you to watch Scrooged. And then all of your friends in college or whatever will we'll tell, tell you, you not to watch it. At all. <laughs> well, they'll tell you to watch The Muppets because at least that's what my friend said. Oh, I always watched The Muppets growing mm, up. I see. And shout out to my coworkers, by the way, who were the ones who told me what Nicolas Cage's character is. So, yeah, we didn't know who Marley was. We had no just, idea. Just by name. Yeah, yeah. After they explained it, we were like, oh, the business partner. Gotcha. But the, yeah, yeah, I told them I'd shout them out this podcast. So hey, hey guys. guys. <laughs> So how does this movie compare to the other Christmas oh, yeah. Carol stories? On. One, oh, the story or the or the rank rankings? Rating? Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's what you were starting to say, and then I cut you off. Yeah, I have to look it up. Hold on, I'll look up the original one. I'll look up the Muppets one, and I'll look up Scrooge. Scrooged. Okay. Oh, and there was one in the late '90s with Whoopi Goldberg that was also animated that we kept finding when we were trying to look up this movie. But, but side note, this was very challenging to find. It's like impossible both on TV or the internet. Yeah. But I'll look that one up, too, because the animation looked kind of similar. So mm-hmm. I'd be curious what that's uh, rated. Okay. Are what? you ready? Yes, please. The Muppet Christmas Carol mm-hmm. has a 7.7 out of 10 and a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez. The movie that I think might be comparable in terms of the animation has no ratings. <laughs> that's not a great sign, but okay. But 90% of Google users liked this movie. Okay. We don't usually mention Google users. I don't know how that's different from Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb. Unsure. The original... Oh, so it's just called Scrooge, the one from 1951. The one that your grandfather might want you to watch. Sure. Um, has an 8.1 out of 10 and an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. And then Scrooged with Bill Murray mm-hmm. has a 7 out of 10 and a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. All above and beyond the 13%. Light years ahead. Of the whatever Nicolas Cage version of 2001 slash 2003 A Christmas Carol. Wow. So that's that. Um, like I said, not too much about this. A lot of big names in this. Got Simon Callow. What else has he been in? I don't know, he's some British, British actors. Guy. Oh, yeah. So this, like Steve mentioned, this had a release in Europe first because it's a British animated film. Mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage is the only American in the movie, and he has kind of a British accent. I was going to mention it later, but yeah, he does not fit in this movie. <laughs> um, Kate Winslet is the love interest, which the main difference that i've read uh, and like I, I i'm not the best neither of us are the best people to talk about this movie because we don't really know the story that well we know the basics right. like we've both probably seen a christmas like the muppet christmas carol i'm sure i've read the book at some point in my life but mm-hmm. i can't pinpoint the distinctions from this movie that i'd be like wow that's not in the original right so yeah. i'd i'd had to look it up you know, we know about the three ghosts and Scrooge is not nice and Tiny Tim. <laughs> Tiny Tim. And that's about all that's I got. That's all we know. So in this movie, apparently in the other films and in the book, Kate Winslet's character, Belle, um, is 
Scrooge's love interest as like a teen young adult and then he becomes obsessed with money and they lose touch and apparently she gets remarried Mm. and he never has a chance with her. Okay. But I guess we'll spoil this movie for you. (laughs) In this incredible version of this cinematic masterpiece, Mm -hmm. um, for whatever reason, Belle is single and she's like a nurse in a hospital and they have like a chance to fall in love again at the end. I guess even though throughout the beginning of the movie, which we can touch on later, but we'll just mention it now, Scrooge looks like he's a 65, 70-year-old man. <laughs> Kate Winslet's animated character looks like a young nurse. Yeah. So like... And they flash back and she looks exactly the same and he looks just like a younger man. Yeah. And then they flash forward and he looks ancient. It's what money and greed will do to you, Han. That's the <laughs> message of the story. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Last thing I'll talk about is this this movie is an original song. (laughs) (laughs) Now, classically in these Nicolas Cage movies, whenever there's an an original song, we love it. Most notably, Amos and Andrew. That was the highlight of the movie, Suburban Nightmare. Oh my god, I forgot about that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this song is called What If... Um, recorded by Kate Winslet <laughs> and performed for the animated film A Christmas Carol 2001. It was the only song to be released from the original movie soundtrack, and thank God we have it in our lives. You know, um, that number one chart-topping hit by Kate Winslet. It actually was. Get the fuck out of here. It, it was It <laughs> was vying for the 2001 UK Christmas song number one spot. It entered at number six and was beaten to the Christmas top spot by Robbie Williams and Kate uh, Nicole Kidman's version of Something Stupid. Is that a Christmas song that you've ever heard of? No, but I've never heard of this I've also never heard of What If. Yeah. It became a number one hit in Austria, Flanders, and Ireland. Reached the top ten in Germany, the Netherlands, and Switzerland. Critically acclaimed, the song won a 2002 song contest. And then there's an accompanying music video, which we had the pleasure of viewing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Um, the music video. It just shows Kate Winslet walking around this old Victorian house and some clips from the movie. But have no fear. Proceeds from the single were given to the National Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children and the Sergeant cancer care for children those are great causes but i kind of would have hoped that the proceeds go to relief for the families of anybody involved in making this movie because <laughs> or who had, had to watch they it. were probably all put down shortly after oh my god <laughs> this movie was horrific i don't know if we've really touched on yet how exhaustingly bad this movie is this is also the first animated movie that we've watched which is such a disappointment and i I like animated movies. I don't like animated TV shows. Sure. Um, but we mentioned... I don't know if I'm the best person to... Well, I don't know. I I like Pixar movies. So you like 3D animation. That's true, kind of what true. you prefer. And Except The Prince of Egypt. I like that one. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> another Christmas movie. Um, it's not. No, it's, it's a Passover movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So, but you like 3D animation. I watch a lot of 
3D and 2D animation as as well. And I'll touch on it later, but this is for its time, this is horribly animated. I don't know. The animation was just flat. No expression on anyone's faces. Yeah. It looked similar to claymation where it's very like jolty, but it shouldn't be because it's animated. Right, right. They probably had a really low FPS. What's that mean? Frames per second. Yeah, that. (laughs) I think by today's standards, they do like 24 frames per second or something like that. This was probably negative seven. This was, yeah. (laughs) This was like, they did 24 frames per hour. (laughs) It was really bad. Honestly, you know, what was the worst animated thing? Hmm. Nicholas Cage's character. <laughs> it was that was pretty rough. There was a lot of stuff that I'll touch on as we go through the movie that I thought was particularly poorly animated. And similar to like so, what some reviewers are saying. I just like who was this movie for? We asked that a lot. Yeah. What, is it for kids? I don't think so. It's I mean the story itself is pretty scary. I think the reason that I don't know it very well is because I watched it as a child and I remember being very afraid of the ghost or the ghost of christmas yet to come yeah the future future christmas i think they call it yet to come Mm -hmm. i mean he was also quite startling in in this rendition of the movie yeah sure i mean he was barely animated but (laughs) yeah it was just like a painting that they shifted back and forth like one of those holographic pictures Mm, yeah or a flip book yeah like a flip book basically (sighs) all right let's go through the film huh just nick cage scene by nick cage scene that's the next thing what what nick cage is in four minutes of this movie. he's in four minutes of this movie so we're gonna breeze through this yeah. hopefully so if you've never Unless watched you've a christmas carol watch one of those other versions that i explained to you earlier or read the book by charles dickens or go on whatever wikipedia look up the plot so that you know the plot, because we aren't going to dive into the plot at all. We're going to talk about some weird things that happened, like the mice that I mentioned earlier. and Or if I even mentioned the mice, that may have gotten cut, cut out. <laughs> Hannah did a lot of rambling in the previous segment. Um, yep, that. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> all I can think about is the fact that we have to watch more of these animated movies. And they're only going to get worse until we get to Spider-Man. We have to watch The Croods. We have to watch The Croods. We have to watch fucking G-Force. Oh my god, the guinea pig force. Yeah. The movie looks horrendous. Isn't he in Bolt, too? No, you're thinking of John John Travolta. Travolta. See, I keep confusing them after (laughs) face-off. They're the same person. Maybe they never switched their faces back. Oh, whoa, maybe. Whoa, conspiracy theory. (laughs) And that's why Nicolas Cage became crazier over the uh, years because john travolta is insane john travolta just won a razzie for his terrible performance i think he's also a scientologist so yeah that's true okay let's do this movie <laughs> let's get this fucking over with so yeah it's the story of scrooge you you know it you love it or don't i don't care but this whole story is told through the perspective of two mice for some reason there's these little like Cinderella mice. They do not speak. They don't speak. They're just squeaking away and gesticulating, as Hannah said a second ago, which I may have cut. But yeah, right off the bat, we asked, who is this movie for? Is it for kids because of these cute little mice? For mice. It's for mice. This movie movie is for mice. This movie is for the mouse enthusiast in your life. (laughs) No, no. 
not humans. No, for just mice. for mice, yeah. Play this. If you have a mouse problem in your house, don't play this because they will all come out and enjoy it. Yeah. It, you don't need like a Pied Piper. If you, you need... have a cat problem in your house, yeah, play this movie. Cat... <laughs> Wait, what? It doesn't make any sense. If you have a cat and a mouse problem in your house, play this movie and then your cat will run around and kill the mice while they are... That doesn't get rid of your cat problem. (laughs) No, not a cat problem. A mouse problem, but you have a lot of cats. Hannah, I think you're off today. (laughs) This movie really changed you. Mice. (laughs) (laughs) She sighs, shakes her head, and goes, mice. (laughs) I'm crying. All right. So the animation style beyond (laughs) enough with the mice. I'm so frustrated with you right now. Uh, Nicholas Cage is his old business partner who. Sorry. (laughs) No, go ahead. Let's extend this podcast episode. (laughs) We talked about this last time that another movie that we love that came out in 2001 was Shrek, which was also an animated movie. Different animation style, but you would never know by watching these two movies that they both came out in the same year. Right. You would think that this Christmas Carol movie came out in the 70s or the 50s or the 1800s. (laughs) Did you mention the budget? I can't find the budget. 12 million. It was on IMDb. Oh. (laughs) Estimated. (laughs) And it made $200,000. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> what about the song? Rough. Oh, I don't know. Well, the song the, probably the proceeds helped. went to charity. Oh, not all of them. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is the ghost that, of his old business partner that comes to warn him, <laughs> and he shows up and he moans. And I guess that's the closest thing we get to a scream. I'm not even going going to insert it he because this movie is impossible to find the volume of his voice it's all like a very even keeled tone yeah and also this whole movie is oh it's a jolly old christmas didn't it in london town oh that's screwed he's got a problem with christmas and then nick cage comes in he's like oh mug. no nick cage is like no i meant oh Hey, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna take it from here. The door is right there. See you guys. It's been fun. This could have been a five minute podcast worth almost 30 minutes. (laughs) She's back. (laughs) By popular demand, she's back. Anyway, while everybody else is doing that incredible impression that Hannah and I just did. Nick Cage is like, I'm the ghost. I'm your old partner. He's like, I care. I'm a ghost. <laughs> I care too much about money, and now I've got these chains. Because he's got chains all over. He's like, but he, it's a slight British accent. It's barely there. It's it's a wisp of a British accent. A whisper. Yeah. So he's like, you know, I care too much about money. You care too much about money. Look what happened to me. This could happen to you. Done. <laughs> So Scrooge, he Scrooge first sees him in his office. So he's like, "Ah, oh, that was crazy, right?" And then he, he go, so he's like, "I'm gonna go home now." And he goes home and sees Nicolas Cage is like the the knocker, the door knocker. It, oh, yeah, it yeah. morphs into Nicolas Cage's face, and he's like, "I'm warning you again." Mend My parents ways. have. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Next to that guy who sneezes. <laughs> what is happening? 
happening in this podcast? Well, they have a door knocker, and so it's two people kissing. I've literally never noticed that. They may have gotten rid of it. <laughs> we watched this I used movie. to slam them I into can't. each other. I used to slam them into each other when I was young. Podcast is a fucking train wreck. We're 40 podcasts in. They kissed when they touched. <laughs> I thought you left. I'm sweating. <laughs> Jesus. I don't even know where to go from here. The ghost of Christmas past shows up and takes Scrooge around. You know the usual. So they go to his past and you see a young, alive version of Nicolas Cage. Though he doesn't say anything. Then there's a ghost of Christmas present. Don't see Nicolas Cage. Then there's a ghost of Christmas future. And he takes him to a cemetery to show Scrooge his grave. And then Nick Cage shows up and he says, Come Ebenezer, you have no time to waste. Look how much time has wasted me. And then chains. And then Ebenezer's like, "I oh, no, I don't want to go in the chain gang, don't I? Oh, I'll change my ways. It's jolly Christmas time. Change my ways. And then it's just like, you're coming with me. It makes no sense. It's horrible. The it's ghost so of Christmas stupid. future. Also, to elaborate on the terrible animation style, it's just that painting that flips back and forth, like we said. But it also, he shows him the his extended family who he could be spending Christmas with. And they're like, this is what would happen if you died. And it, they're all sitting around the table talking about Scrooge and how they're kind of glad he's gone. But instead of animating them talking across a table, we just see a still frame of the table. And then their torsos <laughs> and heads show up in little bubbles above it. Right. And they're gesturing wildly. There's no animation on their face. They were, they were like, we'll move the mouth and that's it. But how do we show that they're showing any emotion we're gonna just move their arms <laughs> in a robotic in a random fashion, fashion. <laughs> it's very talladega nights like i don't know what to do with my hands but that's so anyway animation's horrible it's told through the through the eyes of mice <laughs> nick cage is barely in it he doesn't do anything he doesn't fit with anybody else's voice then you know sorry just i want to remind you that it's told through the eyes of mice who don't say anything right they're just there. They're like, I, I, I don't know. It, it's stupid. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's like, no, no, no. It's a kid's movie, but Thank it's God not. Thank God this was only an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, it's shorter than this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. So then, you know, everybody knows the ending of, of this tale of Scrooge where. Yeah, he dies. He, what? <laughs> he doesn't die. No, we do it. Going off book. <laughs> No, the point is the ending is different in this. I know. I was going to oh, get that. Oh, is that there. what you were trying to... Sorry. I'm off. You're off today. <laughs> I was going to say, everybody knows the ending. Tiny Tim looks at the camera and says, oh, yeah. God bless us, everyone. And then it ends. Nope. Nope. Not, not this, this one. Not this version. <laughs> Scrooge goes out and buys a shitload of oranges that he hands out to the <laughs> world. He goes, oh, I've changed my ways for Christmas. And then he like just doesn't interact with Tiny Tim and the movie just cuts and ends and Kate Winslet's song plays over the credits. Beautiful. This movie's bad. Inspiring. It's boring. Literally for the first 30 minutes of this hour movie, Hannah went, <laughs> ah, like screamed in agony after every line. Somebody would be like, but it's Scrooge, it's Christmas. And then Hannah would just go, ah, and pull the blanket over her face. 
Yeah, my attitude about the movie was similar to my attitude about this podcast. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Any other closing thoughts, dare I ask him? So the knocker on my parents' door. I, I can't believe you. No, fuck this movie. All right, let's do... It should never have been made. Let's do some Nick Cage awards. Okay. okay. Best supporting actor. The mice. Okay. <laughs> Best dressed. Is it as a ghost or as a young man? Ghost, because he's got them got them chains. <clears throat> Worst Nick Cage scene. When he's a young man. Doesn't yeah, he doesn't say even anything. say anything. Best Nick Cage scene. The, f- the first one where right. he says more things. I agree. Best scream. There's really only that moan. Uh, yeah. All right. And then there's really no such thing to do a most nouveau shaman. Uh, the fact that he took this role. That's in fair. A British live or whatever animated. How did they dupe them into doing this? <laughs> why twelve million dollars? So not only is who is this for, but also why make this? There have been there's several... no reason to make this movie. There have been several good versions of this movie already made. So why I named make it? five. Why make a shittier version of it? I don't know. I don't get it. No one asked for this. All and right. you didn't ask to listen to this either. I think I know what you're going to say, but where is this one ranking? All right. There's some words that are about to come out of my mouth that I've never uttered in my entire life. Uh-huh. I would rather sit yeah. through Industrial Symphony number... One. One. Then ever watch this piece of shit movie again. Because at least Industrial Symphony number one was interesting. Yes. So this is at the bottom. And this has about as much Nicolas Cage in it as Industrial Symphony number one did. That's true. That's true. Because this is only his voice. It's several scenes, but it's only his voice. Industrial Symphony, it's just one scene, but at, at least you see his face. Yep. Yep. That's that. Mm-hmm. So this is number 38 out of 38. Great. <laughs> where it should where it belongs fantastic where it will stay <laughs> fantastic so next week we're watching the only thing we know about it is it's a world war ii movie it's called wind talkers so that's all we got another war movie yep and it's a 33 on rotten tomatoes can't wait wonderful Anything? are we in the dark no we're not in the dark ages yet no okay N- national treasures coming up these two movies have been bad Captain Corelli and a Christmas Carol. And Wind Talkers doesn't look very good. So, um, happy Memorial Day. Remember those who have fought for our country. And also happy Memorial Day if you're celebrating. (laughs) (laughs) And happy Christmas. Also. Put me out of my damn misery. All right, fine. And now you know why the Nick Cage for his eggs. Thanks, guys. Take care. Now, freak out.